Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray from the About Last Night podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Hope you've been loving it. And thanks again to CISO for sponsoring today's episode. Look, if you guys like comedy and you want all your favorites in one place, CISO is for you. It's a premium comedy streaming service. That's right, streaming. What does streaming mean? The internet, Dad, with original series, quotable classics, next day late nights, stand-up specials, and more. Our boy Rory Scovel has a stand-up special on there. He's hilarious. A former guest of the About Last Night podcast. Just go see for yourself, right? CISO's got all 40 seasons of SNL, the entire Monty Python library, Kids in the Hall, both versions of The Office, Steve Carell and Ricky Gervais, hilarious brand new exclusive stand-up and series from people like Upright Citizens Brigade, uh, Dan Harmon, Scott Ackerman, and Jonah Ray, and it's every single week. Plus, it's 100% ad-free and only costs $3.99 a month. All right? Go see for yourself for free right now at CISO.com. Hey, everybody. It's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, your Android, your iPhone, wherever you get the podcast. Uh, If you haven't given us a rating yet, go to iTunes right now. Type in About Last Night. Five-star rating. Comment on the iTunes page. Helps us climb the charts and and makes us feel good. Let's us know that you guys are listening and loving what we're putting out. Uh, The emails and tweets have been awesome. Um, Fan of the week. Uh, is coming back on Monday, so keep those emails and tweets coming. Even if it's just a quick email of how the podcast um, affects your life, uh, how you found it, maybe a favorite episode, something you connect with. Um, we love all those personal stories. It makes it uh, makes it more real for us doing this. Uh, and of course, you know the face to face interactions with you guys at shows. Um, you can't beat that. But uh, if, if we can't see you live, you know, hit us up through the web. To the World Wide Web. That's how people connect now. Soon, soon it's not even going to be email. Soon we're going to have like telepathic fucking virtual reality goggles. Dude, I swear to God, I had a conversation the other day with somebody. They were like, I just wore, oh, it was a buddy of mine from college. And he said he got the virtual reality porn goggles. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, dude, we're fucked. <laughs> he goes, the world is fucked. When everybody gets access to these, he had some sort of special tech buddy that that got him a pair and uh he's like dude it's it's we're all fucked it's too real i he's like i didn't i wore these things and just simulated fucking for like three hours i'm like shit (laughs) but also where do you get those was my second question (laughs) today's episode is a very special episode uh we have the band cardinox heard of them yeah you probably have and if you haven't you will they are climbing the pop charts uh, signed by Warner Brothers recently. Uh, just got off a big tour with Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, Don't call me, maybe. And uh, you can't say Carly Rae Jepsen without doing that. It's it's impossible. Um, one of the band members, uh, Lonnie Angle, a uh, good friend of mine, sister of one of my best friends of all time, Dwight Angle. Um, I've known Lonnie since, I mean, I guess since she was born. Um, she's, I think, I think, what, seven, eight years younger than 
than I am. Um, so, I mean, hanging out with Dwight as a kid, she was always there. We went to the same temple together. We did plays in high school together. And now her and Thomas Dutton, um, her, uh, her, her bandmate here, uh, they are taking over the world. Uh, their music is incredible. They, they came up with this music video for a song called On My Way, which won a bunch of awards. Uh, it's online. It's, it's an incredibly inventive uh, and artistic music video. This, this podcast was so great because, I, you know, we, we like to have on, once we had the Goo Goo Dolls on, we were like, man, getting more musicians is dope because it, it's very similar to the world of comedy as far as, like, the grind and the journey and how people get into it. And uh, their story is so, uh, so interesting and just how they both came from different parts of Seattle. Lonnie being involved in the uh, theater world for so long, meeting Thomas, moving to New York to try to develop a musical, and then uh, how the band's uh, you know, spun out of that. It's, it's pretty incredible. Um, and obviously, they're, they're funny people. It's a comedy podcast, so these, these interviews never just get straight up. So tell us about when you decided music was your love. Um, it's real funny. Lonnie is uh, just so fucking funny. Um, she, you know, she's that's uh, one of the things I remember and love most about uh, being friends with Dwight is uh, when she'd be around and we would be stupid and and you know just dumb young idiots. She would laugh and thought we were hilarious. Um, so it was a great interview. They have a show in L.A. on Tuesday, April twenty sixth at the Echo. If you're in town, Brad and I will be there. Uh, Dwight will be there. Uh, Lonnie and Thomas Cardinox will be performing Tuesday, April 26th at the Echo. Get your tickets at cardinox.com. Uh, and go just see them on tour. They're about to uh, hit, I think, a tour again in the summer. So go see them live. All their info is at cardinox.com. Um, on Twitter again at, at uh, cardinox. C-A-R-D-I-K-N-O-X. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad. And go see Brad. Williams on tour. Well, tonight through Saturday, Brad and I are both in Austin, Texas uh, at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival doing shows, um, doing podcasts, uh, some really dope guests that we've already lined up and a few uh, we're trying to get. Keep your fingers crossed, Martin Short. Um, Everybody just say Martin Short several times out loud to themselves at night before they go to bed, and and maybe we can manifest that shit. Um, Yeah, but we're doing shows. Tonight, I'm actually on the goddamn Comedy Jam, hosted by our buddy Josh Adam Myers. I think it's me, Joe DeRosa, the Scalar Brothers, and Big J Ogerson. Um, I'm not sure where the venue is, but check your local listings. Um, Google uh, Goddamn Comedy Jam, uh, Jam uh, Moon Tower Comedy Festival, Austin, Texas. And I'm sure you'll find it. Uh, I think the show's at 8, wherever it is. Uh, come see me. Uh, I'm going to be performing Four Non Blondes, What's Up? And uh, as you know, the show is stand-up, and then you perform a song with a live band. And it's uh, the greatest show on earth. Um, so come see me there I think Brad is on the goddamn comedy jam on Saturday And we're both on shows sporadically through the weekend So check the schedule, come see us um, And uh, and then next weekend Brad will be in Syracuse, New York April 28th through May 1st At the Syracuse Funny Bone uh, April 28th through May 1st Go see Brad, Syracuse Funny Bone Get your tickets at funnybone.com Next weekend I will be in Boston, Massachusetts For the first time at Laugh Boston April 28th through the 30th Come see me, Laugh Boston Get your tickets at adamraytv.com all my tour dates on there. Uh, Arlington Draft House coming up. Las Vegas Laugh Factory. Uh, uh, Tampa Improv. Uh, a lot of fun. Bonnaroo, of course. I'm going to be at in June in Tennessee, which I'm so pumped. Me, Adam Devine, Pete Davidson, 
Judd Apatow, Pearl Jam. Going to be the best. Of course, when you're coming to these shows, get your merch uh, at astoymerchandise.com. All your ALN merch. Uh, hats, mugs, shirts, posters, baby. Bring them to the shows. We'll sign them for you. Take pictures. E-S-T-O-Y merchandise.com for all of your ALN merch. Uh, Separation Anxiety. Thanks for watching, guys. Still TBS's highest rated new show. Loving that. Keep watching. DVR it. Tell your friends. Tuesdays, 10 p.m. TBS. Thank you so much for watching. Of course, follow the podcast on Twitter at ALN Podcast, uh, at ALN Podcast on Instagram. I'm at AdamRay33 on Instagram. Brad's Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Um, Brad and I have some cool news to share soon. We might be judges on the Kids Baking Competition show, which is going to be amazing. Uh, more shows coming up, more live pods. Now that we got the tour dates out of the way, that's the merch info. Those are the Twitter handles. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the amazing pop band, Lonnie Angle, Thomas Dutton. They are Cardinox. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. No podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Wait, wait, start recording. I've started that recording. song so many times. <laughs> start recording. recording. Are we recording? You can't. <laughs> you can't just put your headphones. Here, put okay. the headphones on. Put the mu- put the microphone in okay. front of you. How do we do this? What do we do? <laughs> what do we do? S- says the professional singer. <laughs> yeah. How do you make the noise in the microphone <laughs> what do we work? Do? Yeah, you can't just drop the name C- Cindy Lauper. And Ooh, then just uh, like it's a radio ready voice. Yeah. <laughs> Can't just be like, oh yeah, we were hanging out with Cindy Lauper, and then you know other stuff happened. But whatever, no, you can't you can't just jump over Cindy Lauper. Okay, right? we can talk about what you guys were doing at Apple, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. So yeah. it was a showcase for them for Apple. Yeah, yep. yeah. Apple so, Music, iTunes, all those to get like more integrated in their system and get features and yeah, maybe just be, be on like, their radar and get maybe excited. their commercials. Right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely anything, anything and everything. Your guys' sound is so like I was just listening like. Is it bad that I fist pump to myself in the car when I listen to it? <laughs> That's Please. It's, fu- I mean, Please. it's happy music. Yeah. It is. It, it's not like, this is not, I mean, you, you guys are from Seattle. Yeah, but th- this is not like grungy. This is not like flannel t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Music changes, Brad. Yeah, I mean, you know, I like, I, I like for everyone to stay in their lane. And yeah. you guys are supposed to be angry and depressed and you're not. <laughs> Brad, not. Brad is bummed that um, uh, My Chemical Romance isn't still as popular as they once were. <laughs> I'm, I'm heartbroken. <laughs> I want them and Simple Plan to go back out on tour, damn it. Well, maybe they will if they're listening. Okay. So, okay, so you, you, Apple invites you and they go, come and do. Come and hang and play and schmooze and eat and drink. drink. They just feed you all day. Like every act plays, they bring out more food, they give you more wine. Uh Um, And everybody plays a set. And so it's all these bands that are like up and coming, but they always have one fancy person too. And fucking Cindy Lop, can I swear on this? Yes, yeah, yeah. you can say whatever you want. Chip is fucking cocks up my tits. Jesus, what? I got what? I got Brad the seven words a- on on like 
I, I, I got them loaded. Did like, you do I got, that again? Ship is falling, cocks of my fucking tits. Oh my that's god! The, uh, something George happens, Carlin, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, something yeah. happens to your face when you do that. <laughs> I mean, I, it's almost I, like your face is trying to fight it. Like, I mean, I smile more. I know that. <laughs> I get very happy when I say Ronnie those words. Is blown away right now. All this section, like, but yeah, no, I I can't that. do it a third time because if it does a third time, then be, then Beetlejuice shows up, <laughs> and it's just kind of what happens. Or the so, ghost of Carlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if it was the ghost of Carlin, I'd be saying that all damn day. But. So Cindy Lauper is the celebrity guest, She's which is celeb guest. mind blowing, right? Which, I mean, where does she rank for you guys in top one? Top one. Wow, <laughs> top I one. Mean, top five. She's just she to me. Like her vocals have always been very inspiring for me to like mm-hmm. get real talk because she doesn't have the traditional pop sound. She yeah. has this kind of throaty, chesty, belty sound. And the eighties. I mean, our music is so inspired by that yeah. time period. So when we saw on just the the sheet that she was playing, we freaked the fuck out. Sure, that's gonna I mean, be a sign of we've made it, right? Like <laughs> it we, was a sign of oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it was to be in uh, to be in the same uh, area as the woman that put Roddy Roddy Piper in a music video. Mm. I mean, that's pretty. That's yeah. pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And but uh, we weren't we weren't sure if we were gonna get to see her at all, interact with oh, her at right, all. Right, right. She was playing like first. We were playing later in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I know that she also has like. Have you guys seen her musical Kinky Boots? Kinky no. Boots. Kinky we Boots. Haven't seen it. Seen but, it. But, I saw it. It. Is it really? Coming to the Fifth Avenue Theater. Oh Shout out to the Fifth Avenue Theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I saw it when I was in New York. And it was oh, it nice. was it was fantastic. Was it? It was great, and so many drag queens. And I <sighs> so I, I, I like anytime you could say so many drag queens. I think that's a <laughs> a, a, a really great review. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great. just something that and anyone and everyone should experience. Yeah. yeah. So I want to know how this audience though differs from like because you guys just went on a big tour, right? Yeah. Carly Ridge Epson. Yeah. yeah. How many people were you playing to? Uh, around like fifteen hundred, probably was like around the average awesome. every night. Yeah. So was that was that your largest audiences or? Uh, yeah, Today, I'd say yeah. for the most part. I mean, I mean festivals could, are different. When sure, festivals are kind of yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd say the biggest room <clears throat> on that tour was three three K. Wow, in New York, and it was sold out, and oh, it felt so good. Come on, you are. You, I feel like you're. It felt so good. your style and like your energy like definitely warrants like a big crowd. Yeah, yeah. we only need like ten thousand people. That's like all we need, right? <laughs> Is that, like small that's goals. our sweet spot. Yeah, but I, feel like I mean, do you, do you still? Like would fifty like I mean like it'll get there like is, do you think that it sounds too much and ten still feels like you can kind of see people and still kind of connect or are you just like you're singing to yeah performing to everybody there's definitely that that sweet spot where because when you play an arena it's so like disconnected, disconnected yeah. from mm-hmm. everybody and um, even playing with Carly's rooms yeah. um, you know they have a ba- they have a barricade. So the the fan like oftentimes the fans can't be on the stage right there. So there's okay. already a disconnect yeah. unless you jump down and go and well, crowd surf whatever the fuck you want to do. I but think I I think you had to do that I sometime. Did, I, I have yet to crowd surf. <laughs> oh, but terrified I'll be dropped. Ooh, yeah, it's just what happens when it just opens a gen- to a hole. That's a genuine fear. <laughs> as a, as someone who's been dropped crowd surfing, <laughs> not fun. And I don't know what happens. Like like when when I was dropped crowd surfing, everyone just kind of stared at each other. Like, okay, a dwarf just hit the floor. Do we have to like throw salt over our shoulder right now or something? Like, what has to happen now that we're in the good graces of the Lord? You know, like everyone was terrified. What concert were you at? Uh, Pennywise. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, and then yeah yeah I was crowd I, I I crowd surfed I. 
I was I, I was dropped. I lost my phone and one shoe that night. That sounds uh, yeah. So yeah. that was one shoe, just one. The dwarf just one. who lost his shoe. <laughs> the Pennywise. Concert. I mean, yeah. I, I I I feel like that's a Cinderella. Yeah, Cinderella. that's a fairy tale you read to your kids. <laughs> Sit back and let me tell you about the dwarf who lost his shoe. How did he find it? He was, he was too old to be at the Pennywise concert, but yet he forged through and brought his friends how, VIP style. How dare you? I'm never I'm never too old for Pennywise. Bro, bro him till I die. Anyway, that's a sentence that I've never thought I've said before, but okay. Great. So so they so this iTunes thing, so they that's a huge deal. And now this this crowd is um not fifteen hundred people. No, no, this is this, this is, is like thirty or fifty, maybe thirty or fifty and all Whoa. execs and, and, si- and sitting down. Yeah. And oh. it's, I mean broad daylight. Okay, the, awkward. The yeah. word it's like a wedding venue, you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Not your not our wheelhouse. Uh, bet, yeah. Yeah. So to speak. And every person there is worth an average of like a billion dollars. We were told it's like a car show. I didn't see it, but as the cars roll in, it's yeah. like, you know, a Lambo. Yeah. Do you yeah, get nervous yeah. as you see? I mean, this is a different uh, venue and just back. Yeah. Yeah. It's like awkward. More you know, pressure. it's how, how do you engage a crowd of yeah. suits, so to speak, that are seated? And your music is so high energy and right. it's so exactly. fun. And it's the kind of stuff where you can't help but jump around. And I'm sure there's plenty of times in your concert you're like everybody get up or like mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. clap your hands like you can't do that to a bunch of like 65 year olds just sitting there like hmm we can feature this <laughs> toe tapping right Marketable. it yeah. would yeah how do you I do. tell if you're doing well in that in that audience um well this is how you tell okay you look for the one like dancing leg of an exec that's like trying to hold it in that wants to stand up and you you're look, like they are having a you look out into the crowd mm-hmm. and cindy lopper is fucking dancing to our set <laughs> that is, that is she 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 really does just want to have fun she, <laughs> that's great time was, after time <laughs> she just we can keep uh, is so that all those 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 the kinky boots man uh, true kinky colors boots. Uh, damn it how did i not wait, know true colors wait, wait the true colors that phil collins has covered uh or is there a different true colors uh i don't know if he covered it you know I phil collins know. true colors all right could you pull it up for me real quick I I'm gonna have to I'm, actually. You know what? Maybe pull up. up Cindy. All right, Bradley, pull yeah. up Cindy Lauper's True Colors, and I'll just tell you if that's the Phil Collins one. Um, okay. <laughs> she danced, guys. Yeah. She straight up danced. When you saw that, did you almost just? Stop? I didn't see it. I lost I my shit. It. I was like, hold your focus, Angle. Hold your fucking focus. <laughs> like, don't don't stop. You got to keep. You know. And uh, and we came off stage, and all of a sudden, there's Cindy Lauper with me in the kitchen. She runs around the corner. And tells me how fucking great the show is, and hugs me, and talks to me for fifteen minutes, to, like truly, About like what? life advice. This woman looks at me and she says, "Whatever you do, keep going. You're gonna get, you're gonna go, and you're gonna go, and you're gonna go, and you're not gonna quit because the people that make it don't quit." Oh, and there she is. <laughs> no, keep talking. I oh, man. literally said maybe the worst thing that you could ever say. I said. I can't believe I'm talking to you, Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Full name. <laughs> and I said, is this awkward? Was that awkward I just said that? Yeah. She was sweet and gracious. Like, it's okay, kid. It's you sit okay. down with it. Wow. Um, and then, and, and like, and she's, she's, she's still like a gypsy woman. Like, she's still kind of... Magical. Yeah. yeah like she is magic. And- Guys, she got up in front of these execs at Apple and yeah. told them in between songs, listen, you know... I'm having this issue with iCloud. 
Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to ask for advice, yeah. that's like the world's best genius yeah, bar. Exactly. Go to the source. Yeah. <laughs> she told them they needed to fix their. And like, people kind of laugh, and she's like, "No, but seriously, like, I need you to fix it. It's not." <laughs> oh, they thought it was an old Cindy Lauper tech yeah. bit. She's running her tech problems bit yeah. again at the old. Again. Yeah. She, she, did, she did the same thing when she played Intel. Same <laughs> thing. Uh, that was the song that Phil Collins. Oh, really? So I okay. guess he covered. I mean, nice. that's, okay. that's that's an unbelievable song. Yeah, it's a great song. God, she's incredible. She's incredible. So now you've met a hero. Is that, it, I mean, does that... Um, it's it's with me still. She's with me. Right and she here, said guys. she was a fan. She said you guys were dope. She said, you were, she said we were great. What the twice, fuck? Twice. Twice, actually. And she danced. So it was funny watching the Apple people and Warner Brothers, like people from the label, be so excited about her reaction to this set. Because who the fuck gets Cyndi Lauper dancing to their music? Yeah. Like she's she's seen a, it all and she's done it. Seated. Yeah, and because and that's not a thing where it's like that's a venue in that scenario where that it's not the fashionable thing, right? To dance, exactly, because yeah. no exactly. one else is doing it. You're but so the out. fact that she's like, <laughs> she's I don't care about you guys. I'm going. Pink hair and all. That, and she's ah, and she's she still got the different color. So hair. good. Yeah, she sang and she sounded. Oh, so she sang good. the anthem at like an NFL game. I think it was like two or three years ago, and just belted it out and. Yeah. You could tell the entire stadium had this whole look on their face, like, "Huh? This is this is still a thing? Holy shit! Holy yeah, shit. yeah. I mean, that's like when uh, Brad did a show in NorCal, uh, I don't know, five six years ago, and Robin Williams went up to him and told yeah. him was there hanging out no. and told him he was Prozac no. with a head and yeah. how great he God. was. So yeah. I can only no. imagine, yeah, wow. greatest so, I mean, compliment like, I've ever had in my career. So Brad, what happened after you met a hero? Tell he told us. you he, you were great. Like, what did you? I didn't know how to. Like, he was like, "Oh my!" Because I, I remember I didn't know he was in the audience and he came up to me after a show at this little theater up in mill valley called the throckmorton theater and he just came up and the first words out of his mouth were oh my god mr williams you're like prozac with a head and i'm just like "Ah," and like i think the i think the thing i said was and you're great too (laughs) like you've done some stuff right okay good like like a blackout moment yeah yeah and 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 i know it's so weird how celebrity is because there's so many people that i've met that uh some people would freak the fuck right. out if they met and they, not that they, they don't mean anything to me but they're just they're not that person they're not right. that person mm-hmm. that that makes you nervous that makes you trip out but some people man some people yeah. you meet them and you're like I my brain does not function right now I mean yeah. Robin Williams yeah yeah the best yeah 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 uh, What? so I mean so you guys when did you guys I mean let's get like some backstory here first yeah. of all let's Lonnie and I know each other since I mean Birth. Since birth. <laughs> Since birth? You, wait, you, you, well, you guys are related? She's younger. <laughs> oh, okay. Although so I have better skin. <laughs> um, no. All that time in the sun. Yeah. Um, no, I, so... Since elementary school. Lonnie's brother, Dwight, who... Yeah. Now that I think about it, like, I'm, I kind of want to have on the podcast as That'd well. Be, you'd be, be good. Because Great. I've had a... There's just... Like, Brad, you know... We have a lot of actors, musicians, comedians, like people who are, you know, very, like doing awesome shit. Yeah. And Melissa McCarthy, heard of her. I mean, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Really um, cool. And so, but every now and then I'll, I'll meet somebody and I bring him to Brad. I go, Brad, like we just had this guy on who started this uh, weed hash oil pen company that's about to like become this billion dollar industry. And <clears> he, I met him and he told me when we met at a coffee shop, these like ayahuasca trip stories that he had. He was just an, a fascinating person. So yeah. I go, we got to have him on. Yeah. And talk as, to him. And as I was, uh, when we were lining this up, I was like, and t- I was texting with Dwight and um, I was like, <laughs> 
I want the world to know who Dwight Angle is, and I don't know how Me to too. like right. And um, a lot of lot of thoughts. Growing up, with, so that so Dwight and I, I mean, met. I guess I guess it was first grade. I and think so. Have just been best chums for the longest time. Obviously, you you know you move away, right. you like lose touch, but every time I meet him, and the same goes for you. Like once, but so you were you're you're how many years younger than I'm? You know, a lot. Okay. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. She's like, I still have a future, Adam. <laughs> You're over the hill. <laughs> Past 30? Oh, my God. Um, Never going to happen to me. <laughs> did We all grew up in Lake Forest Park, Washington. Yeah. Um, shout did out, you like Bluff Peak. Shout out. Do you yeah. rep it? Hard. Yeah, me too. Right? Yeah. No, you, you say to. Shoreline when people... LFP? Are. People don't know where LFP no, is. No, she had to say Shoreline or you, like areas adjacent. I say Mount Lake Terrace sometimes. Do like, you? Okay, cool. People know Mount Lake Terrace yeah. and not LFP? I know. Up. <laughs> well, we're going to put them on the map. <laughs> um, did, uh, were you... I didn't even know you were... Well, I guess we did the musical. We did wait, one before I graduated, right? Or t- two. We did... One. Two. Which ones? We did Once on this Island. Right. Oh. We did Once on this, this Island, by the school. way. We just fast forwarded it. Yeah. Uh, show, yeah. Well, because... Let's talk about elementary school. Okay. Oh, well, I don't think we did any shows together back in elementary <laughs> no. school. No. When, when did you start to sing? When did you get the performing bug? Um, I don't, Seven years old. Really? Yeah. I started playing piano at five. She what? called a, she like on her own accord picked up a Yellow Pages <laughs> and called true. like a talent agent when she was four years old and was like, I'd Maybe like to like... be represented, please. And they're like, I... is your mom there? She's like, nope. Just, what? Yeah. My mom gets this phone call like, Miss Angle, uh, I think your daughter just called and she said that she wants to be a star or whatever the fuck I said. What the? You're like, does your mom know? And you're like, well, no, because then she'll want to cut. And uh, I'm trying to keep this exclusive to me. Uh, there's a lot of red vines I'm looking to purchase. <laughs> hey. The balls. Holy shit. So it was a, it, I got bitten by the bug young. Yeah. But so did you. Yeah. But right? we, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I just, well, you know, I, I was uh, a big kid. And uh, what do you remember about Fat Adam? <laughs> fat Adam. Nicest guy I know. I love that guy. Nicest guy I know. Yeah, most fat guys are. <laughs> you were just so nice. Yeah. You're like one of Dwight's nice friends. Yeah. You weren't like picking on me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Jolly, well, I think is probably. Jolly, yeah. <laughs> Jolly, yeah. And that's why I started to like. And we, you inspired us to both be bar and bat mitzvahed. Let's talk about that. Shalom. Oh, my God. Shalom. That's fellow, right. Fellow Jews here. Fellow Jews okay. here. And Dwight wanted nothing to do with bar mitzvah until yeah. Adam Ray was getting bar mitzvah. And then suddenly Dwight's like, wait, Adam gets a party and gifts? I'm on it. You guys have a party at the Select Grill? <laughs> and for those of you who don't know what the Select Grill is, it's like one section of Buca de Beppo. It's like a tiny-ass room with a cool dance floor and a, and a cool enough... It's swanky enough that kids can feel like they're at yeah. a nightclub. Yeah. Right? Okay. You had... I'll not forget it, your bar mitzvah. You had the cool cartoonist. The caricatures. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I feel like we still have ours. Well, that's, it, it, it's, it's funny because you hear about like these celebrity kids or like rich kids that have like Kanye West at their bar mitzvah. Oh, no. And I was like, we had, oh, we had Kanye, had Tom, excuse me, we had caricature Tom, artist. We had Tom Wilson drawing, <laughs> drawing, drawing you on a spaceship holding a badminton racket. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Mic dropped. Mic. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. You went to that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a great party. How did, yeah, there was a, and then you guys... Can, no, no, Adina's Jewish. Yeah, yeah, full on. But so then you guys just jumped in. Yeah, Dwight jumped in. Then I was like, well, if he's doing it, I want to do it. Yeah. So then I started going to synagogue too because our parents were like, but wasn't oh. he like he hadn't been going to Sunday school, so he was way behind. Way behind. So he had it was like <clears throat> yeah, baptism, baptism by fire. But <laughs> wrong, <Like> for- wrong. <laughs> so then, uh, so then, you, so you're playing piano. I think I, I do remember that. Yeah. And that yeah. was that starts like the musical. 
But I didn't even, I mean, the singing thing, I guess I knew like in the musical, but like. I didn't know I wanted to be a singer. Okay. I had no fucking idea. I didn't want to be a singer. What did you want to do? I wanted to be an actor. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You went to UW. Yep. Yeah. And I studied theater. Yep. Directing. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. I like, moved into that world, worked at a theater, worked administratively, raised money, worked with board of directors. Fifth Ave, right? Yeah. Which is why. Shout out for those. Shit. That's baller. <laughs> if you don't know, by the way, the Fifth Ave is one of the best theaters in the world. And yeah. I mean, definitely, I'd say probably the best in Seattle. Largest right? regional oh, theater sure. in the country. Largest musical regional wow. theater in the country. Yeah. Really puts on, they put on amazing. What shows theater. were you a part of and helped uh, bring oh, to the my God, surface? So I, well, bring to the surface. Memphis was a big one that started when I was there that went on to win the Tony. Wow. Kenny Alhadif, producer. He's like a big, big donor at the fifth. So there was so much cool stuff that was happening while I was there. And what did you gain from that world or, or not gain that made you go, all right, performing is something I need to jump back into? Yeah, I just missed it too much. Yeah. It was like the art. I missed making art. I was just busy in an office all all the time. But then you're around it and you're watching all these people. So it's like you're Jealous. right next to the stage. And so you can almost taste it, but you're not. But you, but you can't. <clears throat> but you can't. You can't taste it. Just you got to fly to New York. You got to move to New York. <laughs> That's what you did. Yeah. We moved to New York. We started developing a, so you got, wait, a musical. Wait, you're from Seattle too. Yeah, I'm from Bellevue. Oh, shit. Oh, he's from Bellevue. So when did... Um... Well, see, see, now you're speaking my language because that's the only like city I know like <laughs> suburb of Seattle. Comedy club is... Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Microsoft money yeah. area. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got you, you you are wearing a gold-colored watch right now. Just throwing it's, that out uh, there. It's not real gold. It's not a... Yeah. Um, <laughs> theater of, theater of the make, mind. Theater of the mind. You could have faked it. Way to make our guests feel comfortable. <laughs> I'm from South Bellevue, which is a little. Tom says he's from the poor part of Bellevue. <laughs> Does that exist? Is there? It's like. Uh... Oh, so, so their Quiznos doesn't have a pizza hut in it, too? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I'm mean? like right by like Factoria and like. Oh, okay. Factoria Mall. So yeah. It's like a little. It's not. I'm not near the Bellevue Square. I'm okay. near the Factor. Okay. How was it like growing up in Bellevue? It was cool. It was yeah. good. Um, yeah, I liked it. I mean, my high school I went to is actually the most diverse in the state. So it was like, I was just reading an article actually about it. It's like 47 languages are spoken there by the students. Or what? So, well, um, it wasn't just like all rich white kids. Yeah. Okay. Good, you know, so. Uh, and then good music program? Um, they... Uh, I didn't like. I, I just played in like bands with my friends. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't take any of the classes or anything at school okay, because but. you just didn't trust the teachers that were. <laughs> yeah, because it's like you know, it's you don't have the guitar over here. You have it here on this knee, and it's like the. What are you playing? Like you're playing like flamenco. Like you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. playing classical guitar and learning like whatever. And, and you're learning like, stupid yeah. songs. Yeah, I wanted to learn like Blink One Eighty Two and like there you go. No effects. I, I want to learn songs that have maximum of three chords. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maximum. <laughs> what were some of your band names? Uh, my very first band name was Marilyn Hansen. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. <laughs> oh my God. So, so you do like a death metal version of Mbop? Yeah, it was like a, yeah, I don't know what, it was actually came together for like a school project where you could, you could, um, uh, perform or like you had to reenact a chapter from this book any, any way you wanted. Yeah. So we like wrote mm -hmm. a song to do it. And so it, the band was called Marilyn Hands. But then after that, my band was called, um, Jack Squat, which was a, which was a homage to Chris Farley's, uh, yeah. motivational speech. Sure. Um, two great the, band names, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jack that's, Squat. So far, so you're two for two. Cause I, I definitely, I mean, I joke about this, how I want to be in a band just so I can name it something yeah. crazy because if you're good, I feel like people don't care what you're no, called. Doesn't you matter. Could have been me. Three yeah. the Beatles could have been the Beaners. Yeah. Like whatever. But uh, and like we had friends and bands going up, and I remember uh, like Scam. Scam was Ooh. the first band. Do you know Kirk who it is? Thomas knows those. Guys. I know Kirk. I know Kirk. 
<laughs> and we were, and yeah, she was cleaning out like old stuff like from her mom's house and scam and the scam CD came up. Kirk's on the like, podcast. Oh we talked about God. it. Wasn't that like that was Kirk and um, wait, no, seventh grade, I think. Yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was when Jacob Hoffman and uh, remember Jacob Hoffman? No. Okay. <laughs> the Sorry, scam Jacob. was Gabe Coyne. Shout out to Gabe. Four kids lost his hair. I love you, Gabe. Um, <laughs> and uh, Graham Hitchcock lost his hair. Yeah, wow. scam is scam was I love Kirk, but that's a horrible ska band name because you don't end up saying the word ska in it. You say scam. You don't. Yeah. You don't get mm. the. Should it have just uh, been called ska? Was there a dash it's a K. there? No. It's S K A M. Okay. But you don't unless you see it, you don't get that it's a ska reference. I remember right. going to their shows and being like, "This is because it was my first taste of like knowing a rock star." Quote yeah. unquote. I was like, and people were like mosh pitting or not mosh pitting. What is just? Were they just violently run into each other? What's that called? I, I don't know what ska dancing is. Right. Lack of medication. Skanking. What do you it's call that? Skanking. Oh, skanking. Yeah, they were skanking. It's called skanking. I remember I got That's involved in one, dancing. and a guy and I was staying in the middle, and I was like trying to watch my buddy do his thing, and then people just started running into me, and I'm like, "The fuck is going on right yeah. now?" Yeah, like, we're skanking, bro. And my it's buddy like, was like, you got like that's what they do. You got to get into it. And I was, you know, big dude. And so I remember some guy <laughs> ran to me, and I just looked over and just dropped the forearm <laughs> and dropped him. And then he's like, dude, what are you doing? Like that's not fun. I was like, you started it, motherfucker. And I was trying to watch. So clearly, you were just getting in my way. Um, yeah, like you can't you can't you can't just be thrown to the skanking level and expect to be a damn black belt. Like you can't just like oh no, you have to know the levels. No, it's you, you were just introduced to that. No. Your fans don't do that, do they? Well, no. we had one concert where there was oh, a yeah. mosh pit that broke out, and it was fucking insane because we are a pop act. Yeah, right. We were in Leeds. England, so Reading and Leeds Festival we Redding, played last yeah. summer. Oh my god! And Reading, they were like these kids. And Reading and Leeds is traditionally like a rock. Festival, yeah, okay. but it's the you know now that times are changing, they have more pop stuff on it. But still, it, that's kind of like the bones of the of yeah. the festival. Right. Were, were, were they playing, like soccer like, hooligans or something? I mean, they're they're just kids that part. They come on Wednesday and they start yeah. partying Wednesday. They camp and the festival starts Friday. British teenagers to me seem like the scariest kids on the planet. <laughs> Can I just say that on record? Just, they smoke cool. They've got their collars flipped. The accent is very train spotting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so they're there. So Friday noon. Huge dance tent. We're thinking, is anyone going to show up? Fucking full. And in the middle of like our third song, all of a sudden, the crowd separates. And I'm looking, thinking, did someone faint? Did someone fall over? Fart? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, this is a powerful. And the chorus hits, and like you described, they rushed each other. Massive mosh. Braveheart style. (laughs) Oh my God, that's unbelievable. We looked at each other, and I almost started laughing because it was like, what the fuck are you doing? There's a guy in a guy in a red uh, Power Ranger onesie like that does the full head Whoa, thing. Oh, just yeah, crowd, crowd, crowd surfing by. Yeah. We're like, what is that? You're like, I just saw a Power Ranger go by. Like yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's my Nyquil worn off yet. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. It was maybe it was one of the only times that we'll probably ever have people mosh. I mean, I mean at a party. did you guys like pull a Dave Grohl? Because I remember like one time uh, a, a, a mosh pit broke out at a. Foo Fighters concert and there was like one guy that was like actually like beating people up oh. and Dave Grohl like stopped the entire concert and like pointed him out That's and like you awesome when they do that. you're an asshole <laughs> guys throw that guy out which yeah. has got to be like I mean, for for that dude, it's got it, it's got to be awesome and shitty at the same time. It's like Dave girls talking to me. Okay, I'm in handcuffs. Oh, <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. Was there, were there any thoughts of like we have to stop this, or were you guys were just like, no, let's enjoy the party? I was like, this nah, is good. amazing. That's that's so cool. This Wait, is amazing. So so Bellevue. Okay, so then oh, right, you, right. music. Uh, no, this is good. This is how we do it though. Okay, we go yeah, we yeah. go over and then we come back. <laughs> um, you 
where does the music bug hit you in Bellevue? Um, so my younger brother is like a year and a half younger than me. He got a guitar for his like 11th or 12th birthday. Yeah. And my dad's always played guitar just kind of casually. It's great um, when it's around you. Like, yeah. And so, um, and so we, he's a huge music lover. So we just grew up loving music. And then my brother got a guitar. We both started learning. And then like, you know, six months later I was writing my first stupid you were song. Yeah. Is that how it is when you, uh, for people who are, um, great musicians like you guys, you just like, once you find so you just kind of like lock, like for singing, like, I mean, once you start really getting into it, you're just like, I'm hooked. I want to sing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. so. You want You just want to get better and better and better because yeah. it's never good enough. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. It's like I comedy. Mean, that's why we go on stage every night. Yeah, exactly. Like, that joke crushed. It could probably be better. Let me try it again tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, or it bombed. You should do that. <laughs> and, also just, and also just seeing, like, going to like a MXPX concert and something like that, like seeing them up there being and being inspired. Like, oh my God, I want to be them going so bad. Going to a scam They're concert. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. I said nobody ever. <laughs> and then did you guys meet in high school? No. We met, uh, we met after, after college. college. We both went okay. to UW, but um, we met after college through... Thomas her. had another band that lived quite a long life, which was Forgive Durden, another great name. Do you great know that name. reference? Tyler Durden? There you yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you Fight go. Club reference. Yeah. Good yeah. job. So, yeah. <laughs> Good job. I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> Love that name. And so he, he, was, he was out touring for years. He actually said to his folks when he was in college, if I can get signed to a label... Can I drop out of school? I'm Audi 5000. And they said, sure. And he got signed and then he left. So he was on the Whoa. road. Yeah. Pretty rock star. Pretty cool. Right? Dude, nice. Yeah. And Kanye. You were the secret out. before the secret. <laughs> <laughs> if, if this happens, I'm doing it. Yeah. Because I believe in it. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? You're 17. <laughs> uh, so then you made it happen. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, okay. So, and then the band. So you, so guitar uh, has always been your main thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's lead singer. Yeah. I was yeah. a singer in that band. And yeah. was Forgive Durden, was that like a, was that more of like a punk band or was that? Yeah. It was like a emo punk. Well, kinda... I mean, cause you have a lot of issues at that time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was yeah. What were you singing about? That? Cause I mean, you know, I. Growing just... up in Bellevue was so hard. Victoria. <laughs> Molly's closed again. It's only 10 and the holidays. You should be open. So what did you... I mean, is that original? It was incredible. Is that original? I mean, I, I'm gonna, that was fucking great. tomorrow. It's Victoria. Sing about what you know. Is, is, is that like an accurate re- representation? Yeah, of, that's good. Of, I can just picture like when the, when the credits of this podcast roll, like it's the fully produced version of that song that we've gone. In. Dude, I mean, don't joke, man. I'm that like, fickle about shit. If I like, yeah. You know. So okay, so yeah. What are you singing about at that age? Um, you know, I was really singing. So I had been at UW. Yeah, and I was working at. Um, Nordstrom nice. in like the stock one of the stock rooms yeah. and so I would take the bus down there and um, at, U- at UW I was in a fraternity and, and I was around a lot of people that are going to like business programs and stuff like yep. that and <clears throat> it, I don't know I was really I, I was having a hard time being around people that were um, uh, cared so much about money yeah and and were so that was the, what they were so after and I was just like that's not what I cared about at all and so I wrote a lot about that kind of in the and and uh, the you know, the juxtaposition of me being around those people and wanting to get out and do my own thing and play music. Uh, uh, and girls, too. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> well, it's always about that. I don't want money, but could you sleep with me anyway? <laughs> There's never enough chicks at Victoria Mall. Victoria Just sings it. really well. Yeah. It does. It's got a nice uh, flow to it. Yeah. And so then the road life, what is that like? At How old are you? I'm 30. No, at that point, 31. when you hit the road. Oh, um, I'm like 20. We get it, dude. You're younger than us. <laughs> you got great skin, too. What? Uh, uh, 
Yeah, so I'm like twenty, uh, nineteen or twenty, I guess. That's crazy, right? right? Yeah. I mean, like that's just hey, welcome to the world, kid. Who's yeah, not so I mean, yet. at that point, where it's it's me and like my three best friends, and we're in a van with a trailer, and we're you're so pumped because um, you're yeah, living your dream. We're, but we're sleeping on floors and and sleeping in the van. And that we, shit we, really like, is true. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We'd be like on stage, or we'd put a little sign out at our merch table that says like <laughs> looking for a place to stay. You know, people coming to buy our city were like, wow. hey, like can we stay like at your place? And they're like, sure. And most of the time, it, it's amazing, and it's like go to some kid's mom's house and it's like his mom cooks us pancakes in the morning and like they like we get to do our laundry and like they have ex- they have extra bed and all this crazy stuff sometimes you get like a really weird situation where it's like you're in like a hoarder's house like and it's chick like has a seizure <laughs> and you have to take her to the hospital uh, what that was a thing. Yeah, it feels like a podcast really? story. <laughs> yeah. It does feel like a podcast story. Yes, please. Well, we are like, we are on we one, are so on. fire like you, away. You make out with a chick. Like you have like a fun night. <clears throat> yeah. Thomas, take it away. Uh, so yeah. there's one of these things where you're staying, you're just, you're going, you're staying where you can stay, right? Yeah. When you get to a city, it's like everybody put your feelers out. Like yeah. who knows who, yeah. by the way, pretty cool. You came up in the day and age of like phones and technology. Cause yeah. it's like, we just had the Google dolls on. Right. And they yeah. talked about the same yeah. shit where like crashing on floors, which made it very, I was like, fuck it. I guess everybody does go through the yeah. just, um, grind till you make it. And, yeah. uh, but they didn't have. Like in the late '80s, like you know that shit to be able to text, like, "Hey, do you guys have room on your floor? We're going to be in Des Moines in two, two right, days." Right. So you guys you had that, but mm-hmm. still, I remember. I think only. Engine. I think I had a. I had a sidekick. Remember the? Were you the oh flip? yeah. <laughs> I had a sidekick. But everybody else just had like the normal flip phone. So I oh, could so like you actually. Were rolling. I could connect to like MySpace and like check our MySpace messages Whoa. and that kind of thing. But like nobody else could. So like it wasn't like that. We were all like. Okay. texting and stuff because we didn't know right. you know it was like anyway so yeah so this was a, maybe a few years later once we'd kind of have been made the rounds a few times and have friends in places and um there's a girl that, like in the chicago area that i had she who cannot be named met a few okay. times mm-hmm. and uh we'll call her marilyn hansen <laughs> yeah marilyn. <laughs> and so i go to her house um after the show she comes to the show I go to her, her place after but she still lives with like her dad yep and um we're just like hanging out watching a movie her dad goes to sleep. I like stay the night. Yada yada yada. Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the Band morning, guys. in the morning, pancakes. <laughs> in the morning, pancakes. Her dad, her dad, her dad doesn't know I stayed the night, and he goes to work, and it's just us there in the morning. So we're kind of like hanging out, whatever. Yeah. Uh, getting breakfast, and all of a sudden she has a seizure, and like she's like in the hallway, and so she's kind of like trying to like her body wants to be as straight as possible but she's like wedged in the hallway like her knees and her necks like wedged up against the wall and so like I don't, I don't know what to do but I have to like judo chop like the back of her leg to get it to like so I can turn her because she's like so wedged so in when the you, hallway. your body just freezes up is that yeah, what it was happens like rigor mortis like just full straight and she was like I was like she's gonna break her neck so I had to like chop the back of her leg and like turn her did you so say she, judo chop when you did it <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> was, uh, what, and, was the dad Sitting back, smoking a cigarette. No, like, so he's, he's gone. He's at work. He's at work. He's gone. I'm trying <laughs> to get there. Follow the fucking dude. How many seizure stories have you heard? <laughs> a lot. Let, 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 let's be honest. They're just bleeding together at this point. Yeah, Side and effect so, of dwarfism. <laughs> and so I have no idea if this is like uh, she has this condition or yeah. it's just whatever. So I call nine one one. I give them the address. They come. I don't even. I don't know how to get in touch. By with By the way, her I dad. love that you go judo chop, then call nine one one. Like my first instinct would be like get nine one one over here, and while they're on the way, I'll start judo chopping my way through this see if i can speed up the process yeah so they come uh i'm like not allowed to ride with it with the ambulance because i'm not like a family member or right whatever. so i have to band guy i have to drive her Fuck. car because i i'm not with the rest of the band so she had like driven me down to her place so i drive her car 
Um, I follow the ambulance, get to the hospital. I'm so flustered when I get there. I lock her keys in the car. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, so, you just had a seizure. Uh, here's a coat hanger. You, yeah. might, you, 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 you might, might need this. this. Yeah. Is that a Hallmark card? <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going. Should be. Multi-use there. Um, and uh, then her dad shows up because he's like the emergency contact or whatever. And he's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, who's this guy? Yeah, and I was like... I, I, I'm just like, hey. She hasn't had a seizure in 15 years. Yeah. What did you do? No, so the, he, she had never had a seizure before. So it was like oh, a random thing. And, and she ended up being okay and, 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 and everything. But um, Good old Marilyn. Yeah. What <laughs> Good old Marilyn what Hansen. Do they, how, do they, how do you just um, have a seizure and be... I don't know. Are I we all know. capable of... Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Oh, all right. Well, uh, sleep tight, kids. So. <laughs> he was actually... I mean, he was like pissed and kind of like, what the fuck? But he wasn't like... He didn't like ream me out or anything. No, he was, I mean you like, did the right. Uh, right. Yeah, he was kind of like thanks for calling and thanks. Yeah, for you didn't Luckily just. There. Yeah, you didn't just see her having a seizure and be like, "Well, I'm not a peace. <laughs> Good luck with all that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was an interesting morning. Wow. Uh, uh, it's like tour and, life, you know. Yeah. Have you? Um, and but now you. I mean, okay. So then you guys meet at dub. Yeah. yeah. Well, after you dub. After you dub. Friend introduces us. So I, my band had, uh, for our second album, had made this. I, I was really into musicals, and so we made an album that. Uh, so was Adam. Yeah. So was Adam. We made like a rock mm-hmm. album that like kind of sounded like a musical. Like there was no guitars. It had like rock drums, but it was all orchestrated strings. Love and I brought all these different oh. singers from other bands. Okay. Um, actually, the drummer from Gatsby's Kirk's yeah. band dr- was was a drummer on nice. the record. Rudy and um. Uh, so we did that. We released it. We toured on it and everything. But then I really wanted to like go the next step with it and actually make it a staged musical, which I had no idea how to do. Yeah. And so um, I knew Lonnie was in musical theater. I'd met her previously, and so we sort of got put back in touch and started, started working, working on, on that. it. And then like a year later, basically, is when we moved to New York to really develop um, it with the public in. theater. Because so we were approached by a theater and a, a commercial producer, actually one of the Niederlanders, which is a big yes name, and huh. we started developing it for a couple of years that's what brought us to new york it takes people don't realize the time so it takes. well to develop long. anything i mean movies take years shows take musicals but i mean musicals crazy. what yeah. the hell way too long really way too, i mean book of mormon even you think Wasn't they have like, like six or eight years in the yeah. making yeah. Or something? Yeah. yeah and they and have every oppor- you know they have every door right. open for them already like imagine how long it takes if you can't even get your foot in the no, door break it down for people who maybe don't i mean what are some of the just the steps you have to like once you move there and you start because once you started going well we're gonna go all in we need to be in the place where it's gonna mm-hmm. hopefully uh live it so was, then, it was a lot of rewriting because <clears throat> thomas gotcha. had already released this concept album the music existed but there was no book so i was writing the book so we were trying to weave a story that was actually cohesive together that could live with the music, but then we realized a lot of the music needed to be rewritten. So he was rewriting with his brother, and it was just endless. Rewrites, you, rewrites, and rewrites. And the thing that the thing that's tricky, and maybe this is similar in comedy, but it's not really in music, is that when you write it out and it seems all great on paper and everything, like when you go and put it in front of people, it's like, completely like different. whoa, that didn't, yeah. that's not at that all. That's like, why you know? we go up every night. <laughs> yeah. It's like you can, and I tell young comics all the time, they're like, I've got, I can't tell you in the amount of times I'm approached by somebody that's just like, I want to do stand up. I've got, I've got like an hours of material, but I just, that's great, man. And I'm just like, I mean, you, there's no like school for or <laughs> right. training or to get better other yeah. than just going up and trying. I was like, right. you get all that could be great or two minutes could be great, but you're never going to know unless you just like, right. you have yeah. to put it an up audience, in front of people. Right. An audience has to see it. Totally. But at least with comedy, you can just go by yourself with a musical theater. You have to get yeah. a whole cast together, a director, <laughs> a set right. designer, uh, music. So, so also it's like, even those times that you're uh, presenting and trying to get the feedback, yeah. that's a big, that takes time. Yeah. So it's hard to, to get plan. all those pieces together in order to really see it the way that you're, you're, you're envisioning it and everything and, and so, what constitutes a, uh, for you to to um recognize a rewrite like if you see it in front of an audience like a certain amount of 
reaction you wanted more reaction or i mean it's it's the it, you see it yourself instantly okay even even mm-hmm. even if you've like read it we were re- reading the lines back and forth to each other a million times but then as soon as somebody's on stage doing it you're just like oh my god that's like it all becomes clear you know what i mean and it's wow. just like that's that, that doesn't work at all and yeah you see like oh the audience didn't laugh at that or they're they seem like they, i can hear like papers rustling right now they're getting bored during this part or then there's got to be arguments between creatives where it's like yeah but maybe he delivered it wrong mm-hmm. and it is a good line right, right like right mm-hmm. right it's all yeah it's just it's it's really about um the thing that's tricky with musicals is that a song uh really has to advance the story mm-hmm. along it can't just be like this can't just put it, it in there be, for the sake yeah, of being a song. This, like, be like, like an song amazing here. song you put in there, yeah. but if it doesn't like do anything, people get bored because they're watching like a storyline. They're not yeah. like, watching a music video or something. Right. You know, I'm just amazed that you guys are here and working on that the whole time. Not like you didn't form with like we're going to be a band. Like this was you guys formed to make, make a the, musical. to make this musical. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then right. and then we were just like, oh my god, kill me now. We've worked <laughs> on this for too fucking long. <laughs> I mean, we'd probably put two years in at that point. Yeah. How are you supplementing income while you're we, just odd jobs? We said, yeah, okay, part time jobs. Yeah, we both. Thomas did graphic design. I was doing copywriting. So we just freelanced while we were mm-hmm. there and worked our asses off on this musical and did a big reading, a stage reading, got all these um, Broadway performers to sing the parts, nice. put it up, sold out two nights. All these crazy Forgive Durden fans came. Not crazy, like cool people yeah. that are really yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah. And uh, it was awesome. And that's it was clear. It was like, okay, we need it break so we're just like why don't we write some pop songs see what happens put some pop songs up online and that's when basically the band was formed holy shit wait yeah. just out of just you i mean needed, like while we were like take- while, yeah while we were doing the musical we like messed around a little bit just like yeah like writing a little acoustic song here or there or whatever thomas so- thomas has produced <clears throat> other bands so when we were in seattle yeah. actually before we'd moved he'd be like come into the studio which was like, up in shoreline actually at robert lang no, no it was like a, it was like a my friend casey's uh studio in his house but it was Casey right Bates? on uh nice. it was right on what's that street it was right, right like, by guitar guitarville guitarville, guitarville. oh yeah was? on um yeah. yeah i mean it's um ballinger, right there yeah not yeah. ballinger a lot of old lfp house parties back there yeah yeah it, uh ballinger it's uh yeah it's, it's like 220th or guitarville guitarville yeah. it's gone it's now. not there anymore what <laughs> yeah. yeah it's gone now Sad. Boy, seattle's here things change <laughs> things change what a bummer what's the new guitar place in seattle guitar center yeah probably, probably. No, there's a few cool. Which we love in case they want to sponsor this podcast. They'd be like, two two for one on drumsticks. Just use the code ALN. Go to KFC for your drumsticks. Uh, No, I... uh Guitarville was one of those authentic yeah. music places yeah. where you had guys that were like roadies for like sticks. Yeah, old ass dude. Yeah, they were just like, you're like, I'm looking for picks. He's like... (laughs) I mean, we got these picks right up front, but... um. Like what kind of what do your fingers look like? <laughs> Come on to the back, I'll show you the, the real picks. And you're like, dude, Guitar Center ain't offering that sort of service. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they knew music. What it's a like they're almost like kind of dicks, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah. their music. Yeah, but they yeah. just they love it so much that they're like they want yeah. you to walk out right <clears throat> satisfied. Yeah. Um, all right. So anyway, then, so we like messed around in there a little bit because I was working out of the studio and like got, I never got been to see in the studio. studio. What was that moment it. like when you first kind of started like when you jammed on something and did you kind of like share a look of like oh snap like yeah, that was we dope. Did this, we did, Please I, say I, I, you said oh snap. <laughs> look, I have a certain way of speaking. And it's not going to change until I'm 92 and doped up. I just, I just like picture this like s- sitcom moment where you like hit a key and she doesn't know it. You just like both look at each other. Oh snap! That could be our band name. 
<laughs> Which, by the way, even if I am 92 and doped up and somebody like, you know, uh, finds out there is more applesauce, I will still go, oh, snap. <laughs> so I don't want to speak too soon. Yeah. So uh, you yeah. I had done, I had released these like Christmas covers, nice. ho- holiday covers around Christmas time every year. Lonnie, how did that make you I, feel? You know, I felt left out. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Ohanaka? Ohanaka? Where is a Purim? Well, Jingle. she quickly accepted dreidel, my invitation dreidel. to sing on, on a Christmas like, song. <laughs> Yeah. So we did. Well, we they did. have better. They have better. Yeah, there's, there's more. There's more. Okay. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to the Christians. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so we we recorded a Christmas song. We did uh, Christmas, baby, please come home. Um, and uh, we had like done a few like little whatever songs before that, and but it was that song where I was like, oh snap, like <laughs> there's something you here. There's something Thank here, you. like with Lonnie's voice and like like it was a bigger production on the song and everything. I was like, there's something here, kind of. I mean, we, I mean, we were still like on the musical, but yeah. in the back of my mind, I was like, there's something there. Awesome. And so, um, yeah, when we were ready to kind of change gears back in New York, um, we uh, we wanted to make like kind of you know obviously '80s synth sort of pop music, and uh, but yeah, that was that was kind of the first. Why was that arc. always the um, the idea for the? That was just the kind of the music that we, we liked were listening and listening to. to yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're because you're coming from a world um, of like punk like sort yeah. of heart like sort of harder music so and then when you start making the pop music is, is there any kind of like is there any kind of backlash from your fans of old of old yeah, of yeah old definitely bands? i mean definitely. some some kind of come along for the ride other ones are like why don't you release another album like that last one i can't yeah. cry to this music yeah. <laughs> it's too happy what's wrong with you that's exactly. a real thing though right i mean yeah, and totally. you kind of do want to give some uh credit y- totally. to the yeah. people that have been with you yeah I, mean, I, I honestly can't imagine how people like you two and rolling stones have have been able to stay so consistent with yeah. their sound. brand yeah. and their sound yeah. for so long because it's like your tastes change and and you know I, I just can't imagine that they're still so inspired to make that music you know what I mean it's it's a job for them obviously but yeah. um, for them to find if they do find inspiration like real inspiration to make those sounds it's it's blows right. my mind because I I want I'm in, I'm into a new thing like every six months you yeah, know well, I mean? yeah. yeah. I'm gonna make a rap record next or something you know who knows? I mean, that is what we are doing all right <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> that'll work but yeah I mean, but, I mean that's why you have things like like uh, Keith Richards released like a blues album like right like, yeah. Two Right. years ago just because right. it's yeah. like he needs to get it off his chest yeah. yeah he needs he needs to do that okay now i'll go back to the to the stones and yeah. like make money yeah. but i need to get this out yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah and in the it, I, I guess it's up to the band then at that point not to get like jealous or mad right or anything right like let that. him do his side project so yeah. i mean will you let him do his rap uh, hip opera yes. it is a joke a lot <laughs> <when we're, laughs> that'd be good do it uh we, we do joke a lot like when we're writing together and it's like some idea that you know, you you come up with that you think is really great, but somebody's like, mm, it's too like convoluted. It's like, you're being too it's like clever. Save it for the side project. Yeah, we say save yeah. it for the side project. Mm-hmm. You know? um, there you go. Did you guys write on my way together? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That music video, by the way, maybe one of the coolest music videos good, right? of all time. Yeah, <laughs> very good. I like I like that you guys put effort into your music video. You, yeah, you, you don't see that. Like you know, you'll see it from a Beyonce or someone right. who can afford a music right. video yeah. now. Yeah. But it's nice to see a band like coming up still put a lot of effort into their video because that that's still a way for people to discover oh, yeah. you. And it's just an extension YouTube. of the music too. It's yeah. like yeah. it can't just be just the music. It, it's bigger than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can express. When you make a good video, it like elevates 
elevates the song yeah. even totally. more. And when you Absolutely. make a when you make a bad video, it almost it takes away you like the song less a little bit. Yes. Like, I don't even like the song anymore. That God, video is horrible. That's so true. I felt that way about Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. I go, I used to be on board, but this is so slow and so black and white. Yeah. And I don't feel like you even care about the song while you're singing it in this video. Right. But oh. then, but then but then you see a video like Barbie Girl and you're yeah. like, fuck yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> Awkward till I die is tattooed on my lower back. So that's right. Tracy. We've met we've met the guy that uh that oh, wrote that. That wrote he, that song. What? Yeah. yeah. Does he you love know the his song? life or hate his life? Was, like, I really have to know this. Ask his hot tub collection. The song uh, it's popular now called Seven Years by this guy Lucas yeah. Graham. Well, yeah. I, be honest, so I listen to that song. He's like part of that oh, he's like part so of that camp. He, oh, really? Lucas Graham was signed by R A and R. She's uh she, Kate Craig is the best fucking A and R in the world. You guys are at WB, right? Yeah. Yep. Warner Brothers. WB. That's fucking by the way. Yeah, I mean, Thanks, that's yeah. unbelievable. Thank yeah. you, thank you. It's yeah. pretty rad. Yeah. They're really good people. Wait, so you know, because I've been listening, I just got on this Luke Graham guy like, uh, I don't know, two weeks ago. His and voice is killer. Unbelievable. Am I? I like you already claiming Luke and stuff. I know, Lucas. he's like, like a breathe. Already... <laughs> Me hey, and Luke, we the chill. The amount of uh, morning plays that song gets. Yeah. Uh, is it, am I wrong to love Oh, he's incredible. Okay. He's oh, incredible. He's incredible. I don't know if I was just jumping on a popular bandwagon. <laughs> His or... vocals, I mean, live, you see me, sounds just like the record. He's, he's yeah, he's ridiculous. Fucking killer. And that's so important nowadays because there, because of how much uh, stuff goes into like the aftermarket, like, uh, I don't know how to say this, uh, ju- adjusting your voice, mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm. and then you see someone live, you're like, that, what? No, like, right, that's totally right. nothing. Right. It's yeah. nothing like the song. Right. Right. So it's nice to see really talented vocalists still yeah. like do it live yeah. and, and, and still sing where it's not just like a lip sync right. auto tune. Totally. Yeah. It's the same thing as the music video. It like elevates the overall Absolutely. Yeah. song. So yeah. what are the concept for the video? And if you haven't seen, by the way, I guess just YouTube uh, cardio nights on my way. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and prepare to have your mind blown. Dance, dance it out with me. We really wanted there to make a, a video that was a single take. Uh, I just would love those uh, kind of videos shots. and the and the and sure, even I mean, scenes in movies that are like a nice you know five yeah, yeah. Ten minute long <laughs> shot. Pretty sure we all remember where we were when we saw Eagle Eye Cherry's Save Tonight, <laughs> one of the greatest one cut music videos of all time. Is it really? Damn right it is. I need to see it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm looking at you like, I'm like oh, who's that? <laughs> what are the, what are the Goonies? I'm twelve. Literally, don't she don't hasn't seen the Goonies. I seen the Goonies. Don't. I know. She she hasn't Cindy seen... read a song in the soundtrack. She hasn't seen. What's wrong with you? Did she really? You which call one? yourself a fan. Wait, which one? I don't know, but that, that's one that I don't the wrestlers in the music video. Can we pull up Goonies, so, Cindy Lauper? She hasn't seen Jurassic Thank Park. You. She hasn't seen Indiana Jones. I, there's a lot she of pop culture that I missed as a child. What? Because I was making up plays <laughs> and dancing around. Yeah, but you got to have a, You got to be influenced. What were you influenced yeah, by? What I, were you watching and listening to as a kid? We didn't have TV at the house. That's right. We had channels 3, 5, 7, 9, 11, and 13. That was it. <laughs> This, this is yeah. This is the Cindy Lauper Goonies soundtrack song, or a police what? radio. <laughs> what is that? Goonies, one man. or the other. Josh Brolin, okay. Sean Astin. You were listening. I mean, what kind of music? I mean, I guess I was listening to classic rock because my dad was playing classic rock. Because I missed the grunge Seattle era too. Like I was yeah. in when people were like, "You must have loved Eddie Vedder and Soundgarden." I was like, "Dude, unless they covered Hakuna Matata from the Lion King soundtrack, <laughs> I don't know who the fuck they were." Because I just was like, like I mean, Oasis and um, I would love, uh, I would, I would love to hear Champagne that. Champagne Supernova yeah. is that Oasis? Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, Oasis and um, I guess who else was really big at that time in 1995? Were you listening to musical theater a lot? 
I mean, I, I love like soundtrack. Like I yeah, listened to like the Jurassic Park soundtrack. Yeah. Like I was like, I was just a big musical and musical stuff. Yeah, I know that soundtrack, even if I don't know the movie. I know the tune. So I mean, who was like? Because uh, what would you con- like? Is it electronic EDM like pop? What is say like elect? I hate. I say synth I pop is what I say. Synth pop, electro pop, that defines your music pop, style. Yeah. Indie pop. Yeah. Sometimes okay. I just say pop. Was there any of that in Seattle that like, going on like when we grew mm-hmm. up? Yeah. Um, for you to no. uh, maybe the aforementioned uh, Barbie Girl. Yeah. And maybe like all the tracks by the Venga Boys, but that's about it. <laughs> but that but that sound wasn't. That didn't. Yeah, it wasn't popular, wasn't it wasn't popular then. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't. Are there groups at all. that are following in your guys' footsteps, like in Seattle? And uh... I don't know because we really started the band in New York, New York. so oh, that's um, right. Yeah. We, we were sort of disconnected from Seattle, and then we kind of yeah came up in in the New York music scene more, uh, and then moved to LA like a year ago. So, yeah. mm-hmm. and then uh, <laughs> I heard you say in an interview that you're listening to like Tovlo and mm-hmm. Robin now, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like. Sort is uh, yeah that it, direction yeah, yeah. sort sort of like that as you say like uh, uh, electro pop yeah. sound mm-hmm. yeah and but but also as we discussed before uh, real good vocalists yeah. people mm-hmm. that can actually sing yeah mm-hmm. so, so like is there or like Passion Pit I feel like that Passion Pit er, for me early oh. on was like one of the bands that I was listening to that I was like this sound is so cool this sound is so new or even like Postal Service yeah. Yeah, um, there you go. That's that's, a, that, yeah. that's a song you can cry to. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I want to talk real quickly. For, uh, so on my way. So I mean that. Yeah. Um, so writing that song. I mean, what's do you guys have a process to it? Like, do you? Yeah, that, that one was, that was somebody comes to that somebody one took goes a longer journey because we we started writing with this uh, producer. Um, his name is Sam Bear. Is like his producer name. And uh, Sam Bear. Sam Bear. Yeah. By the way, how wow. does, he, does he make you pronounce it a certain way? That <laughs> so he's sounds like, like the a, nicest guy. The nicest dude. Of course, <laughs> sounds like a code to get into a speakeasy bar. <laughs> Fidelio. What's the word? Sam Bear. <laughs> I didn't ask you how you were feeling. <laughs> um, so he. Um, so we wrote. We wrote with him, and we kind of quickly came up with. The this, uh, with like the verse and the pre-chorus yeah. and we were really into it and we only wrote for a day so we didn't quite get like the full song um, and it sort of stuck with Lonnie and I after the session we continued to kind of revisit the song and try to like get the chorus but it just wasn't like it, it, your chorus has to be better the best part of the song yep. you know what I mean it's like we weren't able to beat, Gotta beat it. Gotta the pre-chorus beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and um, so but we kept like going back to it, going back to it because we just really liked the the vibe and loved the message of like I I, I know where I want to be but I'm not there yet you know mm-hmm. and um, once we got it's kind of like the mantra of writing the album yeah. is what it turned into because and the once album- we got in with John Shanks who produced the album um, we we brought up the song back in and he he helped us to get the three of us together it. then added the chorus in and, and, and then when he found it it was a, an aha moment of yeah like, yeah because yeah. we kind of had it, 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 he was able to. It's, it's sometimes you get too close to it, you yep. know what I mean? And so we had this thing in the, the I'm not going to stop, going to stop. had actually yep. been like at the end of like the line. And he was like, we should put that like at the beginning. Yep. And ha- so it's just like, kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's so catchy. So is, <clears throat> so is, um, what is this other one I was listening to? Um, end of the night. Ah, uh, damn. I mean, well, so the album is called portrait. Yep. Yeah. And you can get it on iTunes and wherever, get it, wherever you, get music, you want. Mm-hmm. All of the places. Um, I want to read some lyrics from the song because I want to ask Lonnie a question. So mm-hmm. I'm seeing things so differently. I'm learning that I'm not where I want to be, but trust me, I'm on my way, mm-hmm. on my way. Not going to stop, going to stop, going to stop driving through the night with the tank on empty. How bad were you thinking about getting out of LFP when you were writing this song? <laughs> <laughs> Is that where the inspiration came from? <laughs> Straight into Shoreline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight out of LFP into Shoreline. Um, so when you guys um, recorded and were like, oh, this is going to be... Uh, 
the song we do a music video for yeah. we kind of is that kind of the thinking you're like this is like yeah i think we knew that song was definitely like one of the contenders one of the, the best songs like there's something the special about it um people must lose their minds now for it when you tour with it right yeah, yeah it's, it's really How fun dope is people that? dance along to the music people really lose we put out a song our most recent kind of single that we'll get the the a video shot for it next it's called wild child and that song is probably the one that people go the most nuts for yeah live. please let yeah. brad play the wild child in the music video i mean i'm I can do it. I mean, I don't know what the storyboard. What you got for me? I can wear as I can wear as many or as few clothes as possible. Putting it out there. If it's a dance video, yes. Like this guy. Oh my god! I'll send you both a video later. I can. I can break dance. I can. I can dance Gangnam Style. Oh yeah, let's freaking do this. Went to a Laker game and he won these tickets. We got to sit courtside and the dance cam starts happening. And I look at Brad. I go. First of all, we're on our way to the game. I go, Brad, two things. Kiss cam? He goes, I'm in. I go, great. <laughs> I go, dance, because we're some course cut. I go, dance cam? He goes, yeah, I know what to do. So dance cam's happening. And it and comes on to it's, you guys. And it's, well, it's cutting. He's just fucking ripping it up. And a dwarf ripping it up courtside, no one's going to not see that. So yeah. the entire stadium is going nuts. The anticipation is building, and it lasts about 30 seconds. They're cutting to everybody else but Brad. They're cutting to, like, hot girls Stupid who are just shaking kids. their heads. Uh, like kids, kids dancing. Uh, well, kids are just with flailing their bodies because yeah, they're like... They don't know what to do. They don't, they don't have rhythm. They can't step ball change. Well, they're shaking and flailing because they're like, it doesn't matter how I dance because I'm not trying to fuck yet. And so they're just shaking around, which is true. No nine-year-old girl is seeing the kid being like, did you see how fucking Scott was dancing? Like, I'm not sucking his dick. It doesn't matter at that age. That's why they can flail. So then they cut to Brad at 22 of the 30 seconds, and the place goes nuts. And yeah. we couldn't walk two feet afterwards without people wanting a picture or autograph Shut up. afterwards. Really? Yeah. Because you ripped it up. Yeah. No idea that I was a comedian. They're just, they're just like that was the craziest thing I've ever. Yeah. Seen. I mean, he was just. And then like and then like Chris Pratt is next to us, and we're like, oh, okay, we can talk right. to him. Go like yeah. go away, Chris Pratt. I want to see the dwarf <laughs> dance again. Well, no, we so we went and accosted Pratt because we were trying to get him on the podcast, yeah. and uh, I was decked out in Seattle gear, and so he's oh, from right. Lake Stevens, Lake Stevens, that's right, which is dope. Hell so so I was like, great talking point. We followed him into the bathroom, Brad. We've told the story, but Brad followed him in, and Pratt was using the small urinal. And Brad goes, "Wow, just when you're not expecting a dwarf to come in, and you're using the dwarf urinal." And Pratt starts laughing. They build a friendship. They come out, and then we start talking to him. And we took a picture, got his number, and he texted me after the game because then Brad's dance happened about I think maybe 20 minutes later. And he texted me afterwards, and he was like, "Tell Brad that was the greatest shit I've ever seen." I was like, "Yes," and also, I'm never gonna not. Try to text you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, what we're saying is, I can dance. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to see it right now, but this is uh, uh, well, maybe after yeah. the pod. We'll, yeah. we'll send you the video. Yeah, um, Chris Pratt seems like he'd be just a really cool. The guy. Hey, guess dude. what? Coolest guy of all time. Seems yeah. like it. You just tell. I mean, people were swarming, waiting around us, and he was just like locked on us, being like, "I'm talking to you guys right yeah. now." Yeah. yeah, I was convinced that you went to leadership camp, right? Oh, yeah, we we went to. That yes. might have been the last time I saw you for a good chunk of time, right? Leadership camp. It was, yeah, leadership camp. <laughs> in high school. Yeah, Brad, leadership camp. Leadership, leadership camp was camp. the shit, actually. Is that like ASB was... kind of thing? Yeah, or... Here's was. the thing. We were both in ASB. I was senior year, I think, vice president. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. That sounds good it was on you. get it. You were popular. Which, <laughs> no, no, no. Basically what that meant was I ran the student council meetings and the, and like the assemblies. Put homecoming on. Put homecoming on. Put homecoming on. Mm-hmm. But also like I was more, like the guy who was president was very like, his name was Jeremiah. Jeremiah Fulford Foster. Fulford Foster. Wait, what? <laughs> What the if that's hell? not a one presidential word? name, 
Jesus Christ. Fulford Foster? Yeah. yeah he Where was a he football at? player. I think he, he's manages Costco. All right. Yeah. There Hell we yeah. go. Shout out to Jerry. He used to give me uh, free videos at Hollywood Video. Nice. And then one time I came in, he goes, Adam, he goes, the senior, he goes, you've had MLB 2001 for, for <laughs> no, nine months. For nine no, months. He goes, you got to return that, man. He goes, the late fees are through the roof. I go, Jerry, I got to be honest, man. I, that's a really fun game. I'm not bringing it back. And he goes, come on, man. I go, not happening, dude. And he goes, all right. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> laid down because he was so non-confrontational. You did. You it. did have a good argument. <laughs> it is a good game. Yeah, I, I was vice president. Yeah, and so uh, can't overthrow you. But yeah, so we went to leadership camp, which and was in Olympia. It, well, yeah, it was yeah. out. Yeah. And leadership I, camp was the thing that everybody that went to it was like, that was the greatest thing ever. You're so stupid. I remember that you I didn't cried go to it. At oh, certain yeah. times. And, and even nobody else was like, emotional. It's like, it's like, like Christian camp, but not. It's yeah. like everybody really I felt a little gets brainwashed, into it. Yeah. Like, I feel like they were brainwashy kind of a thing. Well, no, no, no. no maybe not. Brainwashing you to do the good yeah, things it was in this good. world. Yeah, it we was, were in, you know, yeah. help thy brother. What do you remember about it? <laughs> and sister. Um, but you, but you brought it up for some reason. Because I'm she convinced, was convinced that Chris, that Chris Pratt, was, Pratt there. was there with us. But I've done a little Google research, done a little, and I didn't see anything. So I think I made it the age difference is what, uh, oh, yeah. what made you think Chris Pratt was there? I, the way he looked. I was like, I know this guy. The first time I saw him on TV, I was like, I know him. How do I know him? And I, then I found out he's from Seattle, and I thought, fucking leadership Of camp. course he went. Yeah. Yeah. Of course I, he, was there. he seems like a leader. This, <laughs> I, I think this needs to be an episode of uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Seattle, Washington. Leadership camp. Was Chris Pratt there? <laughs> Unsolved <laughs> Mysteries is on the case. <laughs> well, That's the first see. time I ever tried to do that impression. I don't know if it was good or not. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was great. Okay. Okay. Do, you yeah. have a, do you have a memory of that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, a, a memory? I don't. I mean, I've just, I guess, but I didn't even, I mean, no, he was own. from, what, Spanaway Lake, I think. Something like that. Lake uh, Stevens. Lake, Lake Stevens. Stevens. I mean, once I heard yeah. that, that's when I, but he, he was oh, already Chris Pratt. Oh, that was the thing. It's like point. I knew people that, from Lake Stevens that came to leadership camp. Yeah. So. Did he learn how to talk to raptors from leadership camp? <laughs> <laughs> Unsolved mysteries. We'll find out. Uh, so you guys got back from this Carly Rae tour not too long ago. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that was how long and where did you go? We were gone for, for almost three months because it was two tours stacked back to back. First, we toured with this group called The Knox. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking killer dudes. Nicest guys. Yeah. DJ duo, producer duo. Awesome. And then we finished that tour here in Los Angeles Slept five hours, or I slept. Thomas didn't sleep. We hopped on a flight, flew out, and started with Carly the next day for another month and a half. Holy shit. It's a fucking whirlwind. So two times over, U.S. Yeah. US loop. And that's just living on a bus? Living yeah. on a bus. All right. It so, is glamping. Be- best sleep you've ever had in your life? Actually, it's I, I call it a comfortable really well. coffin. You know, it's yeah. like very small. <laughs> a not a great selling point, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what, what kind of coffee it's, it's very womb-like. It's yeah. just this utter darkness yeah. and very cozy. Yes. Yeah. 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 But, you know, it's tough living on a bus, especially yeah. like when you're the only chick. Oh, yeah. There, there was like one other girl, but, you know, it's all dudes. A lot of, lot of poop talk. A lot of <laughs> Now, poop because talk. there's one name and that is a no hot pooping. topic. You can't no pooping poop on the bus. On the bus. Hey, Adam. guess what? I'm in favor of that rule always. <laughs> hey, guess what? It's going to cost you $500. Yeah. And not only that, they're going to have to scoop it out and it's going to stink up all the bunks. No, no. So, wait, wait, wait. You literally can't poop literally, on the bus. So the bus is some, some have a, are equipped with a thing called a grinder that does what it's what you would imagine and grinds it up so grinds that it up. can go down. But it just ends up ma- making the whole bus sound like a honey bucket. You know what I mean? So you I just, thought buses were... Uh, like. 
Or just not this bus. You can pee. It just would smell like shit all the time. Yeah. When I was on a tour bus, it was the same thing. Is this why the Dave Matthews man got in trouble for dumping shit? Because they do shit on their bus. That's the thing we've heard. Somebody was telling us that. Somebody was talking about that. Dave Matthews man does shit on their bus. And they're like on a bridge. Yeah, exactly. And it landed on a boat. It landed on a boat. No, it didn't. Yes. Is that why they got in trouble? Yes. I will find it out. First of all, you can't. I mean, that's. What are you First of all, not- they shit on their bus, which means their bus smells like shit at all times. That's For sure. Terrible. But also, like, if you're a fan, I mean, you should. Be, and I get the Dave Matthews man being like, dude, look, we are fucking grinding it. We're putting on these amazing shows. We're working hard. The least we should be able to do is shit and dump our shit somewhere. <laughs> right. And it's like, what are you going to take it to a. I mean, and you probably just were so backed up, they had to drop it somewhere. Yeah. And right. there was a river. They didn't maybe check for that boat. <laughs> oh my Did really, one person on the- get hit with the shit? Is that why they. It's on the driver. The driver is the one. That the driver. Uh, yeah. Drenching passengers on an architectural <laughs> boat tour with 800 pounds of human waste. <laughs> oh, that my God. Horrible. I mean, they were pissed and off. that's where the song uh, Crash Enemy <laughs> yeah. came from. Yeah. <laughs> you got Splash your shit. Enemy. You got your pee falling on I wonder if there was any, anybody on the boat who was like, again. when they found out it was Dave Matthews, they're like, oh, well, okay, at least it was. So funny. I wonder Dude, if it's going to make it more shit. Yeah. Somebody starts rubbing it in harder. <laughs> Give me some of that. Give me some of that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, so, a lot of bus line, time. Don't shit on the bus. Time. A- a yeah. Favorite city you performed? Oh. Seattle was awesome just because so many friends yeah. sold out. out. Got to play the show box. Folks come and cry. There it is. A lot of screaming. A lot yeah. of screaming. Show box. That's a great venue. Yeah. Such a cool room. And then New York, the last show um, at Terminal 5 sold out. 3,000 people. That Fuck. was like. And that's a room that we've seen a lot of shows at when we were living in New York. And so it was like, holy oh my shit, God. we get yeah. to play this room. Yeah, um, that's great. Yeah. And you said, but overseas, like London and stuff, I mean, are, is there a different vibe with fans or the energy? Like, Yeah, there's definitely, the, like, there when they don't know your music, which, you know, on the Carly Tour, like, our album hadn't come out yet until near the end. So a lot of, you know, most of the people there have never heard of us. Yeah. And by the mm-hmm. end of the show, they're, they're moving. We get them yeah. dancing and everything. But, you know, the, it's like a progression. And yeah. um, overseas, it's like they just want to have Party. a good time. And they're just like, Again, let's go. Again, the cool go. kids. Yeah. Cool mm-hmm. European kids. It is pretty <laughs> rad to like yeah. pick up new fans, right? Yeah, like when totally. you see your music, like you can, you're going into a space where you're like, okay, these guys aren't entirely familiar. And then by the end, yeah. they're just rocking Which we, out. You, we got to see so much on the Carly Tour because – there's these kids who are obsessed with her and come rushing in to get that front spot. They've been and, there but since they have to, noon. But they have to wait for all the opening bands. Yeah, right. And so they're just waiting there like... And, and like they're, rolling and their eyes. And their attitude is just like, you're, you you're didn't sing, Carly, maybe. Right, exactly. I don't give they're a shit like, who you hurry are. Hurry up, hurry yeah. up, is all their wow. faces saying. And we play our first song and they're just like rolling their eyes like... And then second song, they're like, okay. And third song, they're kind of like start bobbing their head and they're like, they're like oh, oh. And then you see them like, you know, by the end of the song, they have their hands up. And so That's just incredible. to see that like flip is like, hey, we just got so you. you know? That's got to like pump you up too to like see the initial face and be like, yeah. all right, like all right. by the end of this, yeah. you're going to be... I'm going to get you. Yeah. Right? I'm sure that drives you a little bit, right? Oh, totally. totally. Yeah, it's awesome feeling. And then you get to meet people after the shows, and that's always so fun because people are like, I've never heard of you, and I'm fucking obsessed. I mean, that's like, the best. It's the best. Those, it's all those like, like backhanded compliments, like, I thought you were going to suck. <laughs> yeah. My favorite. And we my do favorite, get that. I get people that are like, 
I hate opening acts, but I loved you. And I'm like, you don't fucking hate opening acts. No. Everyone's been an opening yes. act. Yeah, Except for Beyonce, but everyone has right. been an opening act. Like, come on. Yeah, because she shot right to the top, right out of the womb. She's like, this is this is Beyonce. So, yeah, but yeah, everyone has to start. Yeah, everyone has to start at some place, and yeah. every band was an opening act. There's that famous story about uh, Kiss opened up for Aerosmith uh, at the beginning of a tour, and by the end of the tour was the other way around. Oh, cause wow. like Damn. they, cause like they weren't following yeah. Kiss with like they had fire and all that shit. So yeah. it's like, yeah, you, you, everyone starts off as an opening act. So yeah. Yeah. what yeah. we're saying is, when you go to concerts, go and see the yeah. opening act because right? like, that's and they're that's usually the there because a record label has signed them. They see a yeah. future in them, yeah. mm-hmm. and they're probably going to be on your radio within the next year or two. Yeah, exactly. So you should definitely go see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bare Naked Ladies were once an opening act. <laughs> that's hard to believe. <laughs> do you know who that is? Chicken I do. China. Uh, Chinese chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, you can now stay on the podcast. We were, we were going to cut your mic, but then as soon as you threw out the Chinese chicken lyric, we're like, That's she, our test. she what if that can was stay. Our podcast, you can stay, Tess. All right. Finish this lyric. Chicken eat China. Um, um, uh, the uh, organic deep fried bagel bite. <laughs> Bang. Get the fuck out. We, didn't, we don't care that you're Phil Collins and we've been begging you to come on this podcast. You don't know Chinese chicken? You're out. <laughs> Uh, I saw you guys are doing Bonnaroo. Yeah. yeah. So am I. You are? Shut the... Yeah. What, what day are you? What day? I mean, the whole time, doing stand-up. Oh, you play every, you play play every day? Every day. Yeah. Oh, so we only well, play one maybe, day. No, maybe... Th- I'm doing... There's a show called The Goddamn Comedy Jam that's going to be there, which awesome. you guys would love because... Uh, it's basically our buddy Josh Adam Myers created it. They just sold it to Comedy Central. It's basically uh, comedians... Uh, we're going to... Will you guys do Bumbershoot next year, you think? Oh, maybe. maybe. I'd love to. Okay, I'm It'd doing that so- too, and the show's going to be there too. That would be amazing. Oh, so basically, comics do uh, a 10-minute set, and then they tell a story, and then they sing a song with a live band about, and it's like... The comedian sings yes. the song? Yes. Yeah. Oh. That they've written? or No. Oh. Any like top four. Whatever. Oh, yeah. I see, I see, I see. Oh. So like, I did Alanis Morris sets, uh, Ironic, the first time. Yes, I'm doing uh, Four Non Blondes, What's Up, at Moon Tower this weekend in Austin. Yeah. I did, uh, I, I, I've done ACDC, because I, I can kind of do the voice, and I'm going... <laughs> Tonight to go to rehearse to do uh, Ba with the Ba at Moon Tower. <laughs> oh, were you rehearsing tonight too? Nice. To Fuck bang, yeah! Bang, I was together. Kid, kid rocks yeah. on Warner Brothers, so he's in the family. <laughs> Hopefully, I mean. he hears about this and like goes, you know what? I don't have Joe C anymore, so I need a new dwarf. Oh man, I need oh, a new dwarf. God. I need we a just, new dwarf. We were just in the label yesterday, and they like on one of the walls they have like merch hanging up, yeah. and there's a jersey that says, that says zero, zero zero, and then like the given. name on the jersey is Fucks Given, and I was like, whose merch is this? And I turned. I'm like, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, it's Kid Rock. Um, zero, zero fucks given. But the yeah. show is unbelievable, and uh, I mean the energy. I mean, also all What's comedians going to be rock stars. The goddamn comedy jam. The goddamn. And they get just. I mean, like Sarah Silverman, Nick Swartzen, Bill Burr, oh, wow. Louis C.K., Dan what? Cook. I mean, yeah, everybody on it. And now, um, uh, so anyway, so hopefully you guys are still there. You can yeah. see that. And then we'll do. And then Adam Devine and I are going to do a couple stand up shows. And then. Uh, and then just hang and go see. I think Pearl Jam's also going to be there. Yeah. yeah. And I've never seen them live. Hopefully you guys stay the whole time. Yeah, you think you'll we'll be you'll there stay for multiple days, or you just stay uh, for one day. It we'll depends be, if we're yeah. touring around it. It depends. Yeah. yeah. Have oh, you been oh, before? No. Me neither. No. Yeah. It, uh, it's yeah. I've right. done it. Oh it's, really? It's, Have you? Oh, it's the best. And you're kind of in the middle the of nowhere, festival. right? Yeah. Well, because it's not. It, I mean, I've never been to Coachella, but from what I hear from friends that go, there's that vibe of it's it's Hollywood, but right. it's right. But, but in the desert. It's not even about this music. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. people that want to be seen there, yeah. Yeah. and they're they're just worried about their Snapchats. So right. when you go to 
Bonnaroo. It's it's the more kind of diehard music yeah, fans. Yeah. And you got a backpack, and hopefully whatever's in that backpack will get you through what three days. Pretty, I mean, as an artist, you go you get to go back and forth on a bus to your hotel. It's off site, so that's nice. And the, fa- <laughs> yeah, and the fact that you can good. like get a golf cart that will drive yeah. you to yeah. whatever yeah. show. Yeah. There's an artist area at every stage, so that you can. Watch like I was on stage with Vampire Weekend. Like I was on the stage, uh, right on the side so stage, yeah, watching yeah. it. God, it, it was great. So you gotta do that for your guys' show if that's okay. Yeah, fuck yeah, you are. Oh my but god, love I'm that. so. I mean, Bonner told- is gonna be so. Oh my fun. god, yeah. so so fun. It's the best. You, you guys are gonna have a great time. I if you're not touring, definitely stay an extra day. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we gotta come check you out. Do you know what day we're playing? No. We have no I don't information. Know, yeah, we'll figure it out. It's the yeah. worst promo we've but ever But if we're done. playing like... <laughs> well, the, Typical <laughs> artist style. It's like, check my website. Like, yeah. I update my calendar and then like, when someone's like, what, do you know when your next show is? I'm like, tomorrow, I don't know where or when. Like, I literally <laughs> update it and that's how I know. Yeah. So I'm like, check my website. Like, can you just tell me? I'm like, I literally don't fucking know, man. Because If only you had a device in your hand that you're talking to me on right now. <laughs> that you could just get off and look at. Because that's exactly what I'm going to do to find you this answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah so After you're done Googling chicken China, the Chinese chicken. <laughs> Google Adam Ray tour dates. Um, you but like guys- if, if we play on a Saturday, we'll fly in on a Friday. Yeah, and yeah. So we'll okay. be there. Yeah. Uh, and the website is cardinox.com. Perfect for There's all SEO friendly. Um, right. The album's on there. The link to the album. Yeah. Everything. The mu- the music video is on there. Tour dates are on there. And uh, yeah, merch. Just- you guys have merch. Yeah. Oh yeah, we just updated yeah. our merch. You guys site. have Check some designer. Out. Like you guys really took time. I really like yeah. that about you guys. Like, it's not just... Well, Lonnie's super fashionable. She always has been. Yeah, it's not just a white shirt with the band name right. on it. Like, you guys... We want you to want to wear it, not because it says our band name. Yeah. But because you're like, this is fucking tight. Yeah. We also... Yeah. We had... The album art was created by this badass street artist that we were huge I fans gonna, of. I thought you were going to compliment my graphic design. Thomas is oh, really... No shit. <laughs> dude, so, so the saddest hurt. dude face I've seen in a long time. You even, looked, you even looked at me and then just went right on by. You think I'm going to talk about you? Nope. This other guy, <laughs> not gonna... in the band. Let me tell you about him. It was such an Eeyore moment. <laughs> it was so sad today. I did the um, graphic design. Did you really? That's so dope. He I did some of them. Yeah, he did some of it. But the, but the art was created yeah. the actual album art was created by this dude Tristan Eaton nice. that's like a muralist he's very yeah you've seen his stuff you've seen LA, his stuff sure. yeah he's a awesome. fucking badass um, this is gonna go out on thir- Thursday oh wow um, and, love it and because also there's a show that Tuesday. I'm going to with, Tuesday. with the aforementioned Dwight Angle who Stop. hopefully we can record I keep a forgetting Fred, are Dwight's you here on the 26th is that a Tuesday? Yes. Tuesday. Yeah. I'm I think we today. have a pod, I think, in the afternoon and then not at night. So come there we go. to the show. I'm going to come to the show. Dance and party. then I'm going to dance and I you're better... going to see me in action. I mean, maybe we I mean, will be side stage and I mean, I'll send you the links and see how you respond. I and, mean, or, or you try here. crowd surfing again and see, you know. <laughs> I mean, are you trying to kill my podcast partner? <laughs> I promised I would never crowd surf. I promised my girl I would never crowd surf again. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. I will not. But for you, for you. I will not let you. There are two things I will not let happen. That and <laughs> and that and that. <laughs> just just those two things. Uh, that's Tuesday at where? The, the Echo. Echo. Hell yeah. Come out. That's a dope Echo spot. Theater here in Los Angeles. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Tickets probably at your website or. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Google. You the use the thing that's in your pocket. That and whole get interweb. The tickets. Interweb. Yeah. They're there. Find them. Figure it out. I thought that was your very passive PC way of encouraging masturbation. Jerk off. Use too. the thing that's in your pocket. <laughs> grab your dick. Jesus. Just grab your what dick. A dad okay. Move. Yeah. Just fucking 
Just fucking grab it. <laughs> um, hell yeah. This was awesome. Yeah. Thank yeah, you for having guys. us. Um, You're awesome. You guys are great. Thanks, Lonnie. Uh, I mean. LFP shout out. <laughs> LFP shout out. LFP. Also, if I, I really quickly want to say, um, yeah. my fondest memory um, of uh, the Angle family is when they showed me for the first time the video of Dwight riding a bike. Oh, my God. I watched that video. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic. It's a family classic. I was convinced. Wait, is this like America's Funniest Home Videos yeah. thing? We submitted it su- and it got rejected. I like how I said we he submitted it. We. Because you know what? Do you know what? I'm I, part of it. I was so emotionally attached to that video. <laughs> to this day, I'm going to go on record and maybe there's a way I can get this clip and Dwight after the episode we can post it to this we day. Absolutely can. Absolutely. I haven't laughed to this day as hard as I left. Crying, laugh, crying, peeing. Everything's coming out because I can't control my body or my right. emotions. Brad, shout video. out to you, Alfonso Ribeiro, who's hosting America's Funny Some Videos well, maybe now. it's time to resubmit. Well, yeah. Lonnie's, Lonnie's dad just digitized all her home Family videos, videos, so shout they're ready to, Bill. to go. Thank God. All right. Right. Going, going up on YouTube. We got on your website. We got to post it. <laughs> all right, anyway. I love you guys. Yeah, can we get can we get one more verse of uh, Factoria? Oh, oh, I was thinking Chicken to China. <laughs> Chickity China. Oh, I mean, we don't, we don't own those rights. Not we have to put you on the spot. But... Chickity China. Factoria in the winter is <laughs> colder is so than normal. The orange Julius. Oh fuck! There is flat. an orange Julius. The or- <laughs> there is. Yeah. <laughs> The orange Julius is next to the Foot Locker. <laughs> um, just naming locations. It's a hit. Wait, wait, no, no. You listening, Warner Brothers? <laughs> and after, and after I get some new shoes, I go to Panda Express to get the Chickity China Chinese chicken. It all comes yeah. full circle. I mean, deep at down. Factoria. Yeah. And, yeah, that's what. It's, at Factoria. <laughs> Dude, that's actually a pretty. All right, well, let's All go right, write well, this. Yeah, let's go record it right now. Show. That's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We had laughs and stories. Now go listen to more episodes on iTunes or your phone. Subscribe and tell your family and everyone you know. But what should I tell them? Well, you can just tell them that. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.